0: Let's go, girls.
1: From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women's support. Supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Ladies, this is Sandra
0: Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we have an amazing, outstanding, phenomenal show today. It's right up my alley, Linda. We get to talk to a psychic. How exciting is
2: that? Well, um, it's very exciting. I have lots of questions, and um, hopefully, she has lots of answers for us. Because, um, I mean, I've I've just been hearing and reading so much about uh, amazing things. Um, uh, like, the, like the one I shared with you a couple of weeks ago about this um, high-powered um, lawyer in in San Francisco, who is probably the primo, what did I say, bankruptcy lawyer in the country, uh, charges up to $10,000 an hour for his services. And on the side, he's a healer. Now, I, you, know... you know, that is absolutely the best thing that I could see happening that, Someone like him with a with a high profile in the corporate world is granting an interview in The Wall Street Journal to talk about his healing. He did an exorcism on his wife he's he's you know he's he's healing people um, in his off hours and weekends at 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 ridiculously low prices, <laughs> certainly not his corporate lawyer pieces, but I think if more people come clean about their experiences and not be afraid of them, um, it's going, it could change the world one, one person at a time.
0: Oh, it will change the world. You know, it changed my life. I mean, I just, when I read that article you sent me, I thought, gosh, you know, here's a guy who argues for a living. He's an attorney, you know, which we all make jokes about, you know, what's the best kind of attorney? You know, the one at the bottom of your pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, things like that. And then here is this guy that stands up, you know, and is willing to to challenge people's status quo, to challenge their belief systems, to say, I'm in a position of power. I'm a well professional, And by the way, this is what I do. It reminds me of that Trudy Harris, that hospice nurse for 30 years, who was the first one to come out and write that book, Glimpses of Heaven, about what she experienced with, you know, hospital patients, terminal hospital patients that no, no the medical community wouldn't talk about because it was too woo-woo. It was too out there. But yet she experienced it every day for 30 years. And I bet dollars yeah. to donuts. This attorney has had some amazing experiences outside the courtroom in his healing practice
2: oh absolutely and i and you know i think a lot of research is being done and i'd like to talk to our guest today about that a lot of research is being done but i don't think it's really being publicized yet about how how our our spirit is affecting our body cellularly and that um it can really you know it so it's it, it's becoming more of a of a science thing than yep. than a spirit thing, and and if if we can get more people to embrace it, if it's done that way, because the the research is being done that proves that it is. I mean, he told me a story today that I just could not believe. There was this woman with a dual personality, and one the, one of her personalities was a beer drinking, meat eating, uh, uh, cigarette smoking and dame, and the other one was into yoga, and she was into eating well, and she was a vegan and very peaceful and meditated. Okay, so they did medical tests. on It's, it's one body, right? When they did it, it with her uh, meat-eating personality, all her numbers were so out of whack. Her cholesterol was up. Her, you know, her stress levels were up. Her, her blood pressure was horrible. You know, her, her glucose was terrible, Right. Then they did the test when she was in her other personality of the of the peaceful, vegan, uh, meditating, yoga, and all her numbers were perfect. Now, I don't know. I mean, when I heard this, I, my jaw dropped because I said, I'd love to see that because how is that possible? But apparently it is, which only is. goes to show you how much control – we have over everything if we would just realize that, and there was more information for us to to read about it and and to to hear about. Yeah, isn't that? I mean, doesn't that blow you're... your mind?
0: It does. And you know, and what it made me think of when you were telling that story, you know, made me think of my little kids, when they fall down, you know, they fall down, and they get a boo boo. And sometimes they're really big ones that require stitches. And if I tell them, it's okay, it doesn't hurt that much, it's fine, you know, and they believe that. They go to that place where you're right, it doesn't hurt that much. If I, you know, freak out because there's a lot of blood, you know, they freak out more, but the injury is the same. And but their pain threshold and what they experience is completely driven on what they believe.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I remember 20 years ago, I mean, maybe 25 years ago, you know, you know, Dr. Oz wasn't uh, wasn't Dr. Oz then. He was just a doctor. He really he he was wasn't you know, the media king <laughs> that he is today, but he was still doing a heart surgery up at, at the Columbia Presbyterian Hospital. And he was the first doctor that started, um, a, a whole division, um, on, on healing where you, you, he would allow healers into his operating room and he, they were, they were selling tapes up there um, that you would listen to before you were operated on, during the operation, and after. And those that used that healed so much quicker with, with much less pain and anxiety. Um, and, of course, it didn't work 25 years ago, and, and they discontinued it. But, I mean, it, all of these things are real.
0: They are real. They absolutely are real, you know, and so much of it, we don't understand yet. I think that's one of the big barriers that I see, especially with a lot of my egghead, high, highly educated, highly esteemed, highly successful professionals. It's tough for them to wrap their brain around going, wow, we really missed the boat on this one, or we don't really know. We know there's a connection. We don't know how powerful it is because we can't quantify it. We can't put it, you know, a, a certain test to it and prove it. But just because that's not the case doesn't mean it's not there.
2: No, and a lot of people, um, like, this doc, like this lawyer and a couple of doctors that I've heard about, are, um, are well, he, he, he gave in and said, okay, something's going on here. Let me follow it and see where it takes me. But I, um, I heard about this, this woman doctor, and she's very, very smart, and uh, we got a very big team in one of our New York hospitals, and she's experiencing all sorts of things in her life. Spiritual things that she doesn't know how to deal with, and they're really freaking her out. Now, maybe it's those people, you know, in, in the the lawyer, the doctor, the whatever. If they start to, if if she embraces that something else is going on besides her science medical mind, and I have to pay attention to it because maybe it will help me and other people then they become advocates and, and it, it spreads. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know,
0: but, and I find, but at
2: the moment she's freaked out because well, sure. you know, there's a, there's things that people experience that they don't understand. um, And that really, it it really does, especially at the beginning when it starts, they really, it really freaks you out. But I don't think you can push down these messages, these spiritual messages, these messages from the soul that are within you because they're not going to go away until you deal with them.
0: That's right that's right and I think you know every earthly experience that we have you know can really open up certain things you know I read so many books about death Linda in preparing for my mom's death because I was so frightened and I it was such unknown and you know I read all the stuff with a healthy dose of skepticism and I was looking for you know I found some study that the soul weighs like a quarter of an ounce because they had people lay on a scale and die and the pre-death weight and the post-death weight you know I was trying to go to all those places and then I I started reading some of these what you'll call more the spiritual books that were people's experiences rather than just their, you know, scientific and this anecdotal evidence. You know, I was like, "Huh, huh, mm, not so sure about that." But when I went through that death process, when I went through the after, when I went through all the things I experienced, like you know what? This has value. This has merit. This is what was more comforting to me, and it started to explain some things that I couldn't explain, and we couldn't explain scientifically.
2: That's right. I, I don't know. How, we were a little. We don't have the. Same, I don't know how much time we have, but I have one we more. We have like, about two weird... minutes. Okay, it's a, enough time. Um, I heard another uh, today was a, a day of hearing a lot of this of these stories because I was really excited that we were having uh, our psychic on today. Um, th- they they were doing some tests on people that had um, uh, near death experiences or you know that died. Well, they actually died and then they were brought back. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this one man that they that that, that had that experience and they did some some testing on him and and asked him a lot of questions and he was able to recall everybody that was in the operating room when he was born and they did the research and he named names and 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 different times and different all these things that were happening when he was being born and they researched it and he was like all it was all there inside of him and i guess when he had that You know, you know, when he died and came back, he came back with like all of this information. It was like, it's it's all in us. We just don't know how to tap into it. And what if we learn how to tap into it? Think of how powerful our lives could be beyond what they are now.
0: Oh, you know what, Whew. you couldn't have it given me, it me a gives perfect... Me the chills. I just
2: love this topic.
0: <laughs> I know. You couldn't have given me a more perfect lead-in to our commercial break. I'm going to take us to commercial break now. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Linda Franklin. You are listening to Powered Up Talk Radio. When we come back from the break, we are going to welcome psychic Lori Johnson. She's going to answer a whole lot of questions and explain things that we all need to know. So pick us up after the break.
1: We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
3: Get ready for Smart Health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun antics, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisamillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: back with sandra beck and linda franklin here's more powered up with beck and franklin
0: Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and from coast to coast we've got you covered with everything that there is to know about money, sex, beauty, love, spirituality and all those good things from New York to Los Angeles. Our guest today is psychic Lori Johnson and I know Linda's so excited, I'm so excited. Lori, welcome to the airwaves.
4: Good to be here.
2: Oh, there you, were you are. There you are you listening to our conversation? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, were you listening to our conversation before uh, before you I came was. on? Yeah. Oh, there's so many there's so much going on that I mean, I can't wait to hear your take on all of this because um, you know, it's been something that's been my passion for like 30 years and um, it, you know, you just it and it just keeps getting better and better.
4: Yeah, it does and we are just uh, scratching the surface of it.
2: Right, we are things. That, things are changing, and you know the, the world is changing. Um, it has to change because if you just turn on the news every day, and and look at what's going on, um, if if we don't change, uh, you know we're not going to be here for, for much longer.
4: Well, a lot of the issues that we have right now are coming up really to a head because we already are in the middle of that change. We're at a, a point where we're shifting an entire consciousness, and it isn't just. Um, Let me go back. Usually there is a 2,000-year cycle of a learning process that takes care of the overall lessons for the people on the planet and for the planet herself. And as of December 21st, when we hit the Mayan calendar stuff, that was just tip of the iceberg for everything because there were four major shifts that happened at that time on December 21st, and the least of them was a shift from the Piscean Age, which is 2,000 years about of being influenced by the constellation of Pisces, and we've moved into the Aquarian age, like, you know, the 60s, the age of Aquarius. Yes. It's so strong, it has been coming in. Actually, we've been feeling this for about 200 years with things like, um, you know, the vote and the abolishment of slavery. Those things seem like that's just a natural progression. But without this new consciousness coming in that we are smack at the beginning of, the official beginning of, we wouldn't have gotten those things in the first place. We wouldn't have had the 60s and all the change that went with that because both of those, all of those are precursors, plus the spirituality movement that really started in the late 1800s. All of that stuff was a precursor for what we
2: are now right in the middle of. Well, we're in the middle of it. Um, Do you think people are embracing it? Do you think more and more people are coming around to it, or do you think they're still kicking and screaming and trying to resist?
4: Well, there are a lot of people kicking and screaming, and the problem is that they make more noise than the people who are really um, in this energy here. Because the energy, we're moving from the basic lesson, if you want to talk about the Piscean Age versus the Aquarian Age, basic lesson for the last 2,000 years, it was the last time that the male energy got to have a lesson that was exclusively about male energy. It was the father, being the father and the power over. I am in charge, which is why it's been called Mankind as opposed to humankind. And every time we go through lessons through 2,000 years or, according to the Mayan calendar, the um, 5,125-year lessons that they went through, there was, let's do the female lessons for a couple thousand years, and then let's do the male lessons, and the female and the male. And this is so different now, going into the Aquarian age, because it's not just a completely different way of thinking. It is no longer about... Men have to learn something. Women have to learn something. It is about we are all coming together. It's that ultimate balance. The Aquarian Age is the energy of balance and harmony and communication and the power within, which is as if spirituality, and then humankind instead of mankind. So this is a huge movement that's already started, and because it is really hitting the surface now, people are reacting in a much stronger way, so it seems like we're up against a wall that's never going to change, but it's always as if they say, darkest before the dawn this is the big push for people who feel that they're losing their power uh, of being able to be in charge because of ego or because they're male or they have more money the more important individuals that no longer plays and when you get somebody who has their power being taken away from them in ways that they don't understand because they're not looking at it spiritually what do they do the first thing they do is they act out and they try to put their power over everybody else which is why things are so bad right now
2: yeah well, you well, know, the that's... economy cer- certainly, I mean, when we went through that, you know, that this, that, that dip for the last uh, six or seven years, which was sort of coming out of it now, is, is, you know, I think that was part of it, too, making people realize how temporary wealth is. Yeah. The
4: difference here is that when we were coming out of the Piscean Age, money was about, I have mine, therefore I'm more important than you are if I have more. And the whole point of money is really that it's energy and it flows. And we will not be able to look at it as a flowing river of wealth for everybody or just energy unless the way that it is structured is struck down. So the struck down happened and now we're moving into not everybody. You know, we're still having people that hold on to if I have more money than you, then I'm more important than you. But we're getting that energy of everything is flowing and you get into the flow of things, including with the understanding of money. And things happen for you in ways that you cannot force. Right. Well,
0: and is that what I'm seeing with, you know, I run a company, Lori, um, an internet-based company, and I serve a lot of clients. And I see some of my, and this is awful because I'm probably going to get fired, but I see a lot of my <laughs> clients who are really... Um, like just on the bubble of being unethical, you know, where I don't want to work with them, or they're just on that bubble, because if they are unethical, I won't work with them. But I see them getting their hat handed to them in what I see as like an honor code system coming through. I'm seeing deals more on handshakes, eyeball to eyeball, not an adherence to contracts, because I'm going to sue you. Is that just a change in me because I'm getting older? Or is that something that's happening within our environment?
4: oh, that's, the big, that's part of the really big change that it is. And, and this is the deal that the, I've heard that big companies are compared to dinosaurs, which is really big with very little brain to it. And that whole concept is going to be falling down. So it is standing in integrity, standing in spiritual awareness, standing in the power within versus the power over. That stuff is coming in more. And as we just got into the Aquarian Age, we are all becoming far more sensitive because one of the big physical things that's happening with the Aquarian age is that human beings are becoming physically less dense, which means we are becoming more spiritual. It's not about us having to be in the material world. We're shifting into that spiritual understanding of things. And that isn't that, you know, you have to be praying all the time. It's that you bring that spiritual awareness that we are all connected. We are all of the same energy to everything that you do, including business. So, no, you're right on track with this. That is what's going to be happening more and more. Even with big business, if it's built on integrity and it's built on, you know, for the good of everybody, as they say, for the good of all, that is where we're going to get more success. And so, yeah, you're right on track here.
2: Lori, do do you have corporate clients that come to you and say, um, could you please, you know... <laughs> help me, you know, I mean, help, help the company, help our employees um, have a different view of, of our business and the way it works and, 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 and let them be more creative? Or,
4: uh, Yes, and no. I basically work more with an individual, so I will have uh, individuals who are in high positions that ask how they can do things better. I haven't gone into companies yet to work with them in that right. way but you know you give one person who is in charge how to look at things from a different point of view and it will trickle down
2: mm, yeah it does it you know the buck stops at that at the at the top that's at for the sure top. Yeah. when people come when people like when an individual uh, comes to get your you know your what you see and your advice and and how they you know what's going on in their lives I remember back, you know, 20 years ago, you know, especially women, they were saying, "Hey, am I gonna, am I gonna get money? Am I gonna find a boyfriend? Am I gonna do this? Am I gonna do that?" Um, which really aren't the important things. Um, do, you, do you find that the questions that people ask, or what they want to know, is changing with the age of Aquarius?
4: Yes, very much. Um, because I was reading within a store atmosphere where it was like, whatever anybody wanted to do, they could walk in off the street, and you just take most of their questions were basically about when is he going to call me, that was the big one, and uh, does he really love me? And then money, but it was always about that, and now it is about what am I doing that is causing him to not pay attention, or what am I doing? It's coming from a completely different point of view of looking at how self is involved or issues from the past are influencing how somebody is reacting and causing somebody else to react one of the big things that I try to get people to understand, even if they are talking about when is he going to call me, it's about you call that energy to you. You put out yeah. something, you put out worry, you put out anxiety, you put out your own fear from past relationships that you're not going to get something back, and that's what you're going to call to you. So if you put out that generosity and that unconditional love, that's what you're going to get back. And it's hard to shift because that's not how we've been taught to think. No, well,
2: And it if isn't. we have and-
0: been... It- Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Linda. But if we have no, been beat up and all those things, is that something that we're predestined to have done? You know, I when I got married, Lori, I knew it was a disaster. But I knew I was supposed to learn something from it, and there was something I was supposed to do. And I know that sounds like totally hokey, but um, looking mm-hmm. back onto that wedding day, I knew the marriage wasn't going to last. But I knew it was what I was supposed to do. And I want to know how much like predestiny, like fits within that paradigm of our choices
4: well it's all choice um but it can be perceived as destiny if we think our choices are only in this life before you come into a life you look at where you have been and issues that haven't been solved and people that you want to either help and it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good relationship for you you know when i was uh growing up and i heard you choose your parents and i'm going i didn't choose my mother I chose my father because he taught me how to be a human being. But as I grew up, I realized I did choose to be with my mother because she taught me the negative lessons, the lessons of what I didn't want to do. So before you come into the world with your husband, per se, you could be with him. Uh, And this is true of a lot of women these days, because in the last 2000 years, while men have been in charge of everything, women have been working on a very inner spiritual reality that we haven't necessarily had to put forward. But now, with this opportunity, there are people that we have loved that have been in integrity in the past, within the confines of society, as in the man is in charge, he gets to do what he wants, beat his wife if he wants to, but it 's his responsibility to make the money, and the woman 's responsibility is to take care of him if you 've had a good situation with a man in that role who has been very good in that vein, but isn 't really going to fit in this world very well, sometimes you will make a contract with him in order to spend part of your life helping him understand these lessons. Whether he gets it or not is not the point. Okay, Lori, I'm going to cut you
1: off right here.
0: we got to go to commercial break. I want to bring you back on after the break. Uh, This is Sandra Beck, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio with Linda Franklin. We are talking to Psychic Lori Johnson, and if you want to check her out on the web, you can simply go to Psychic Lori Johnson, Google her, she shows up. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about predestiny and our relationships with men.
1: We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
5: This is for all you girls about 42. Tossing pennies into the fountain of youth.
3: Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity and much more each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life for more on brian and the show check out his website briankwright.com each week is a dose of inspiration so many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright. Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network.
6: Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartFilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on HeartFilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on TogiNet.com.
1: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This
5: is for all you.
0: Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and our guest today is psychic Lori Johnson. For those of you that missed the first half of the show, uh, you can check us out on PoweredUpTalkRadio.com. All of our podcasts are there. You can also go to TogiNet.com or you can go to iTunes. All of our prior broadcasts have been recorded. We talk about uh, lots of different topics including numerology, finance, real estate, sex. It's it's Really, we cover a lot of topics. We cover a lot of ground. This is smart radio for smart women. I'm going to turn the mic back over to our uh, psychic, our guest today, Lori Johnson. She was talking about, when we went on break, uh, the the role of predestiny with respect to our choices and our relationships with men. Uh, Lori, back to you.
4: Thank you. Yeah, we usually, we will choose, and it isn't just in relationships with men, but it's in every relationship and every role that we've got, where we choose what we want to learn, what we want to complete, but I have found... Pretty much as a, um, a nice rhythm going on as we make this shift into more spiritual awareness that there are a lot of women who do not understand why they married the men that they married or that they stayed with them, and it doesn't have to do with the logic of this lifetime. Uh, it has to do with, uh, say, you married a man you know, 200 years ago who was a really good provider, but he was very stuck, and he's got to be important, and he's got to do what he needs to do. And now in this lifetime, he's supposed to learn how to be spiritual, how to think from the right hemisphere, how to be balanced within the power within. For 2,000 years, he was in the power over every time he reincarnated. And so women will frequently be with men that are not, they're not intended to be with their entire lives, but to be there to do what they can to get the person to understand things. And since that seems like it's a great punishment many times, you can't see it as a positive thing. But when you've loved somebody in another life and they have been wonderful to you and they have a big transition to make that you understand and they don't you will spend time with somebody whether it's successful or not because that's the choice it's kind of like okay coming into a life it's like choosing college curriculum you can Mm -hmm. choose your classes you can choose your teachers you can choose the people that you're going to study with but just like going to college it doesn't mean you attend every day and it doesn't mean you pass it means that's the intention
2: yeah. Well I I mean I couldn't uh, I couldn't agree with that more. That's what I believe and I truly believe and I think that we're we're going through different lifetimes with a lot of the same people until we, until we figure it out. Yeah. And, you know, it always makes me laugh, to, you know, when uh, when people say, oh, he's my soulmate or she's my soulmate and I'm looking for my soulmate, you know, this perfect person that we're going to just be so, so in love and everything is going to be so wonderful. And, and I've always said, and I, I blogged about it years and years ago, that I think a soulmate is not that person. I think a soulmate is somebody that you butt heads with all the time because <laughs> you, you're learning from that, you know, you're learning about yourself through looking through the eyes of that person.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh. the soulmate energy stuff is pretty funny because people are, but that's also the very um, strict and very limited thinking of the Piscean Age, that you have one person who is going to complete you. But if you think about, if we keep coming back because it's a learning process, and if you've learned everything, you don't need to come back anymore, right. which is where we get you know, the great prophet, you know, Christ and Buddha, Muhammad. They don't need to come back because they've already done what they needed to do. But for those of us who are still here and figuring it out, you have to keep coming back. But that means that you're only going to find one individual in so many lifetimes with so many different people, only one person that's going to fit you. So we put the soulmate energy on that, but it's basically more like a fantasy, like you're looking for Prince Charming or you're looking for, you know, the perfect woman that's going to fit all your fantasies. But it comes down to... You have many soulmates because you've had many times that you've been in love with another individual, had a wonderful life with another individual, completed the growth of that. Both of you have gone your separate ways in other lives, and you have grown and learned things, and then you can come back together. But there's never, it's not just one. That feels to me so limiting.
2: Yeah, me too. Um, When people come to to seek out your your wisdom, um, how do you work? Do you work with cards? Do you do... um... Are you a channel? How do, how do you work specifically?
4: I love working with the cards. I don't need them, but they are very clear on <clears throat> things that I can't necessarily get. Energies that work with me from the other side don't really understand time, and a lot of people are very, very concerned about when something is going to happen. So I usually do a small meditation where I call in my guides, angels, and ancestors to work with me, and then I call in the person I'm reading for, for their guides, angels, and ancestors to talk to mine and then mine talk to me. So it's kind of like this flow of energy from yeah. them up and over and down into me and then I use the cards for clarification on things that I may not get really clear from
2: the energies that are talking to me. Do you do uh, phone readings as well? Can you do this uh, over the wi- over the telephone <laughs> wires or yeah, over the cell?
4: I would say about 75% of my readings are um, over the phone. I have clients all over the world. It's kind of hard for them to drive up to my front
2: door. So, um, what do they 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 send send you a list of questions or something ahead of time, or or how, how do you work?
4: No, no, they just uh, um, call and tell me what they want, and we get into it.
2: <laughs>
4: I'm I'm much better at dealing with specific questions. Some people will come and say, "Tell me what I need to know," and that's great, but that usually means that they have something that they really want to know, but they want me to find it because they're afraid of the answer, so they're not going to
2: actually ask me. Right. Um, If if you were listening to the show um, when I was just talking to Sandra about, you know, uh, about the spirituality now going more into science and that it's really, um, I don't even know how to, because it's so new, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's cellularly changing our bodies. Oh,
4: yeah. Very Uh, definitely.
2: Can you get into that a little bit? Because I think that that. You know, absolutely fascinating, and, and I hope that more and more people will, you know, the science will evolve because, I mean, that, this, is a, this is a major change in medicine. Oh, yes. Well, when you look at things within metaphysics, um,
4: physics is now being able to explain things. You know, they finally got their tests that can prove that the aura really exists when, you know, years and years and years before they made the machinery that could prove it, it still existed. So it's basically the very single mindedness of the modern science as they call it, you know, which is very left hemisphere logical lines and squares thought process of the Piscean age coming into that balance of everything has a soul, but science and all the very logical Um, ways of life in the past have not had the soul connected to it with the soul or spirituality connected you're going to find that all these things make sense on a whole different level doesn't mean science is limited it means now science is even more open because there's a whole new aspect of it that hasn't been seen until now it's always been there we just haven't seen it until now and it's going to expand things like crazy like exactly being able to work with um the spiritual reality of things to heal the physical body because that's you know where it's always been. We just haven't been paying attention to it
2: that way. Well, and even you know, you know, everyone said, well, it's DNA and DNA. So maybe now, you know, it, it's 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 you know it incorporates everything so that you have a much broader of uh, view of 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 what's going on. I mean, I think that that would be terrific because I think doctors often are are very narrow minded and um, that isn't good for the patient. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, but
4: that's, you know, it's all been the learning process. It's like you don't expect a five-year-old to understand things in the same way yeah. that somebody graduating college would. So, you know, basically humankind or mankind, if you as we come into humankind, is coming out of a, uh, being like five years old. Because you talk about a five-year-old and the way that they discover who they are is by bouncing their ego off of everybody else and looking for the barriers and looking for reactions. And that's kind of where humankind has been coming into this big spiritual awareness and finding out that yeah in healing in everything it's always going to come from the spirit it's always going to come from that power within first because if you have complete balance within your understanding of yourself your connection with spirit your connection to everybody else then the things that are diseased will not bother you and you can heal them or function with them and many times i will tell you though the reincarnation stuff—that there are people, very specifically women, although men will take this on too—but it's more women will take on the physical problems of those that they love um, yes. in order to heal them. And so you get women getting cancer when it really isn't about them. It is about that they don't want somebody that they love to go through it, and they can handle it easier or better or more successfully. Wow!
2: Wow! That—that's <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I had that. heard that's that, that before. That's that's pretty amazing.
4: It is, yeah. I mean, and also, you know, cancer is a great karmic lesson. That is the the hardest and worst karmic lesson because it smacks you in the face. But you have to look at things from a completely different point of view when you deal with that. And cancer is also one of those things that you get it whether you die or you survive from it. And it cleans up so much of the karmic slate by having to go through this horrible disease. I would yeah, like I just, you to
0: expound a little bit more on that. My mom passed away from breast cancer last year after a five-year battle, and my yeah. brother has had um, testicular and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and my dad currently has prostate and skin. And, you know, every time I turn around, Lori, I, I see cancer, cancer, cancer. What? Why is that?
4: More than likely, this is because there is um, an overall lesson or an overall release that your family is experiencing because they have come from the same lessons, meaning that you've known all your family another lifetime. And for your mom, for breast cancer, a lot of it has to do with the transformation of how women have been in a role of being less than to being able to be in their own power. And it feels to me for your mom that this was a huge uh, release of being able to take all the things that she couldn't live in her own power and representing it into the female parts and um, you know, in releasing that in death, she doesn't have to deal with those lessons anymore. When she comes back, those are not going to be on her. But it's also kind of like a mindset of where you came from, of what you believe in, and having these cancers come in to teach you how to look at things from a different point of view. So it's more like, you know, you guys have all known each other before. You've all had the same lessons. You've all had the same issues, the same trauma. And so coming into this lifetime, this is why they say it's genetic. It is, but it's genetic because of past encounters that put you in the same genetic code with your family.
0: I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it did change a lot of patterns, you know, from when I was growing up to, you know, with each cancer experience, uh, I've watched everybody change. I've watched them change, you know, in their philosophy. I've watched them change in their dynamics with each other, not only with their spouses, but the siblings. I mean, it truly is something that, uh, you know, is a catalyst for that. And I I like your positive spin on it because it makes it feel a lot less, it was traumatic, but it feels a lot better to know that there's you know a reason to to some of this stuff
4: yeah there always is it's just that you know sometimes we don't like the reason i actually had somebody that i talked to today who um very bad situation with her son her son is going through terrible things being wrongly accused of sexual abuse and this guy has the gentlest soul but i said this has more to do with a past life thing that he is trying to clear up but on a conscious level we're not taught that stuff especially in the western world we're not taught that you know something comes in it comes in from a past life past life isn't it we die we go to okay Lori, we got to go to commercial
0: break i'm sorry to cut you off we're going to come back (laughs) and in a couple minutes and we're going to learn more about uh about the effects of challenges in our life on
5: our soul
1: we've got lots more powered up with sandra beck and linda franklin after these messages
5: Ready to start rocking that woohoo. That only you do, because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke, and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed, best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of WooHoo Inc., and the WooHoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get...
1: There's no stopping us.
7: Join host Kalen Amadio for Act Local, marketing for small business. Kalen helps concerned, confused, and even clueless small business entrepreneurs market simply, safely, and successfully. Join Kalen for some Monday morning marketing madness that will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing for your local business, this Marketing Black Belt will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kalen will feature a new tip that you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. Act Local Marketing for Small Business airs every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin.
0: Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and our guest today is psychic Lori Johnson. Before we went to break, we were talking about uh, the role of cancer and how it changes our lives and um, is something that, you know, helps teach us some of the things we need to learn and Lori was talking about a young man uh, that has been accused of some awful things and he's just a nice gentle soul. Lori, uh, what did you want to share with us about that story?
4: Um, he is actually able to look at it from a spiritual point of view instead of feeling like he is a victim. He's still in the process of working this out, and I feel that there is a way for him to, on a spiritual level, pray and chant and connect with the souls of the women who are accusing him so that they can all let it go before it gets further in the physical realm of actually going to court. But this was a karmic lesson for him on for whatever he's done in the past, because in many cases you're not going to know You're not going to remember, okay, I was a terrible person and I was a rapist in a past life, so this is a way of getting back at me. You're not going to know that, but it doesn't mean that there isn't a reason. There's always a reason for something happening if you can try to figure out why, even if it isn't the explanation of the past life, but what you need to learn from this and what is coming up in front of you, not as you are a victim or you're being forced into doing something, you know, against your will, that this is your will, but on a much higher level than you in a conscious state, then you're able to move through it and heal it and work with it better than just playing a victim. In which case, the power is just going to keep hitting on you until you get and understand that this isn't about you are being the victim here.
2: Yeah, I mean that's uh, <laughs> that is that is uh, very very true. I mean, it's really weird because sometimes. Um, we have fears, just fears that, that aren't re- realistic fears. And, I I mean, I have a fear uh, anything has to do with the neck choking. I mean, my husband, if, he, if he's having dinner and he chokes, I'll, I, there's this visceral feeling. I jump up. I don't mean to jump up an act but i i do and i don't know where that really comes from but it's obviously something that i must have encountered in a past life because the, the fear of, of if anybody's choking it just sends me into like panic mode my the adrenaline starts to to to, to just flush out of me
4: oh yeah um i had uh, two clients once they were married and they came to me about their son who they had given him a very, very nice, happy life, and he was angry from the time that he was born. And as soon as I saw him, I could see that he was somebody who did not survive the Holocaust, that he was taken out of his home and as a young man, probably about 16 years old, put into the camps and didn't survive a year. And he was so angry that when he came back in this lifetime, because he didn't have have time in that lifetime to heal or to uh, really come to grips with it, he just lived his entire life in anger, as if things had been done to him in this lifetime that hadn't yeah. been done.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you know, the, all of the evidence is there. I don't know why people just can't understand it. And another thing, I mean, you look, you see these little, you know, kid geniuses. They're two years old and they and they play virtuoso violin or <laughs> piano or whatever. I mean, that just didn't happen. You know, you have to feel that there's some sort of reincarnation going on in here. And, and, you know, here's Beethoven. Now here he is just continuing on from where he left off. Yeah.
4: Yeah, we always do. We, You know, sometimes when you have, like, with what you're experiencing with the choking, usually that is something that you either died from or led to your death. Because, again, if you have a trauma or an injury that you didn't get to work on and heal in one lifetime, It probably won't come back in the same situation. It probably won't come back with the same intensity, but it will give you an opportunity every time you experience this. Every time you get afraid or you have that reaction, you are spending some part of your energy in healing that.
2: Yes. Well, another psychic once told me that I was some sort of a medicine woman or witch doctor or something, and and that I, you know, I got hanged. So maybe that could be Uh, it. Yeah. That could be it.
4: I was hanged in the last lifetime. I died in 1906 in the last lifetime wow. in England, and I, and I was hanged in that lifetime. Uh, and, yeah, don't put your hands around my neck.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> no, because it, it, it just, I mean, I go down, you know. That, yeah. you, I, just, I hit the floor. <laughs> that's, that's it. Don't, but that's just too much. Do you see any um, predictions for our world right now, uh, let's say in the next quarter, the next three months, the next six months, that you want to share with us? Yeah, we're having, we had some pretty heavy energy with August. August
4: is considered the worst month of the year every year. And this is the first time we've had that karmic cleansing that August brings in the Aquarian age. So this was a pretty intense August where people were having to face karmic lessons that they came in with or karmic contracts that they brought into this lifetime. But this August was like you get to figure out if you finished something that you don't need to carry it forward anymore, or if you are in a situation where you're working with somebody else and they're stuck and you know they're not going to learn anymore, you don't have to be in that contract anymore. So what we've got coming in just generally over the next four months is kind of like an adjustment period to being able to let go of things that you've had as if an overcoat made of lead that you've carried since you were born in this lifetime, and now all of a sudden you can take it off, which basically means it's pretty weird It's a new way of looking at things. It's um, being more intuitive, whether you're going to call it psychic or just you feel, you know, better get out of the lane because some car is going to get in my way. You don't even register that you're consciously thinking about it. But this is where the next four months really going to open that up for us. And the more that we go with the flow instead of trying to control things, (laughs) you're going to get a lot of serendipity coming in. I've seen also with August being so terrible and showing whatever lessons you need to learn – without mercy right in your face people who are not looking at it in any positive way but they're still playing the victim or they're still standing in ego or my favorite word is should because should is just an ego word and you can tell how people are stuck by how many times they say should in a sentence but getting out of that energy and being able to live in the flow of things the power within or letting go of the control and go with the flow of things wonderful things are going to be coming in but the next four months are going to be Kind of a little uncomfortable because it's like we're in a new world now. We're in a cleaner world, and it's going to be a much different, like a, a much wider um, from the top to the bottom. People who are really embracing the spirituality, and it, even if they're trying to and they don't understand what it is, um, but they're really following their gut instinct and going with their own power within, they're going to be noticing that the people who are stuck are seeming so much more stuck than they were before. They really are more stuck, but they're also going to be more perceptive of how much that is negative. Like, yeah. you know, people are taking a step way forward and those who are not are taking a step way down. And it's hard because you can have family members yes. that are really in that stuck energy. You can yes. have friends that all of a sudden are behaving badly.
2: Yeah. And it
4: will seem like that shouldn't be happening. So the, the key here is to try and stay in your own awareness. Yes. And it's like, I make this analogy a lot. It's like we've just come out of uh, the cocoon, as butterflies. And when a butterfly is first coming out of the cocoon, can't fly away. The wings have to dry. So we're kind of in the four months of our wings drying, of getting used to this new energy, of getting used to Because the energy on the planet has changed and the energy within us has changed. So we're all heading to a spiritual awareness, a spiritual enlightenment. But those who are fighting it, who may die with that fight still in them, yes, um, we can't really have humankind burst forward completely until a lot of these people that are holding the anchor down let go and they will one way or another this is not about you know there are people that are still going to be in control in a hundred years and and we're going to destroy the planet the planet could really get rid of us in a second if she wanted to but we've got a very symbiotic relationship with her as she moves forward we then become spiritually enlightened and sometimes humankind becomes spiritually enlightened and then she moves forward so you know, we're all intertwined here, and it's really hard to look at people who are so stuck and cruel and mean and punishing as pathetic individuals who really are just so stuck they can't get out of their own way. But it's, it's good to try that, because at least then you won't want to pop them in the face.
2: No, I'm, yeah, you have to stay in your own, your own uh, good energy, because otherwise, uh, when you look around, sometimes it can really take you down. Very much so, especially
4: now because we're far more susceptible to feeling what other people are feeling.
2: Um, Lori, if somebody – could you help somebody um, – we're talking about like this um, cement coat that we're – we're walking around with that we uh, so many of us want to shed can you, by working with you for uh, a, a little bit can can you help them identify and then you know shed the arms and the collar and the and the back seam so that that they feel lighter yeah
4: definitely because it's well, something that it sometimes it's just an awareness that it's there an awareness by being pointing up little things that they think are just regular every day and they got to get used to it, they have to deal with it. But in many cases, it's just being able to see what the real truth of things is, what I feel the real truth of things is, and being able to recognize it. Because it's not something in many cases that's just going to happen overnight. Because again, if you have a pattern, a karmic contract that you've been working on an entire lifetime and then all of a sudden you don't have it anymore, it's like, well, what do I do now, you know?
2: So so if somebody wants to work with you they would go to your website com, and then you have a put where uh, an email or something to contact and say they would you know we I would like to work with you.
4: Yeah, they can actually book a reading through um, my website and that's how I do my work. I call it a reading how whatever it is. Yes. Whether it's doing a past life reading or just helping, you know, advice or something. But yeah, there's a booking uh, page on the site that Wonderful. You can book a
2: reading. Oh, Sandra, this is this is good stuff. I could go on for another couple of
0: hours. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking we got to have Lori back because there's just a million and one questions I want to ask her. And, and, Lori, one of the things I wanted to say to you is I really appreciate how – you speak to me and Linda and our audience in a way that is, like, educated, articulate, easy to understand. You just you just really take what a lot of people say is, like, woo-woo, airy-fairy discussion, and, you know, you just rocked it. And I, I really, I'm sitting here blown away going, I can't wait to have you back, and we're not even done with the show yet.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Well, I've got to give my credit to the guides, because sometimes I just open my mouth and they speak
0: yeah well you know what i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna take us out to the end of the show We're going to uh recommend that uh that uh, you check out lauriejohnsonpsychic.com, and that is spelled L-A-U-R-E. That's L-A-U-R-E, johnsonpsychic.com. You can book readings on there. I understand from some of our fans in the chat that you have a newsletter. You have uh, a lot of information on there. You do past life readings. You do so much, Laurie. I can't wait to have you back.
4: Thank you. And Just as a, um, a requisite, that is L-A-U-R-I-E l-a-u-r-i-e com. Johnson, thank you so right. much i appreciate that
2: very much Woo, linda i can't wait to have her back oh me too i mean you know this it, you know when you when someone believes as you do and confirms that some of the things that you think about and and do are you know part of it and it just it makes it feel better Thank it you.
1: Does. Thank you so much. It does. All right, you guys, come back and see We're us next so week. so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and